You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. It's Mark Grandy. It's Evan Giddings. It is your preview episode for the NFC Championship game between your San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles at Lincoln Field in Philly. Noon kick Sunday. Mark, my man, how are we feeling? I'm feeling great, Evan, gearing up for a huge weekend for the 49ers Sunday in Philadelphia. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. Should be a lot of fun. I am uh, getting a little nervous now as we speak here on on this Friday edition of the episode. How are you doing, Evan? I'm doing good. Yeah, it it is interesting to see how people's uh, you know emotions and, and the way they feel about games tend to change throughout the week, right? Because you're riding high off a of victory no matter what. Monday morning, you're feeling good. Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, you're talking some trash. Uh, you know, Mark actually hopped on a bet GM tonight to talk about this game. You can go check that out on our YouTube channel uh, as well as wherever you download your 95 uh, 7 the game content. But Mark, like now it's kind of shifted to all right, let's let's realistically settle in here. What has the best chance of happening how can the 49ers you know take down this titan that's been the philadelphia eagles all season the niners have been playing their best football to this point they have not lost with brock purdy at quarterback but on the other side the eagles are 15 and 1 with their starting quarterback so you could make an argument they're equally as hot when they have their full complement of weapons and there's even a chance they could have all 22 starters for this game based on where they started the year. As we talked about a few weeks ago, the Niners, meanwhile, are only missing two of their original starters from week one. So each team is about as healthy as possible, and this does make for a, a heavyweight title fight between, I think, the two best teams in football. Uh, you mentioned kind of the uh, the trash-talking stage of this matchup, probably Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. One of the stupidest storylines around this game, Evan, has been oh my God, well, who have the Niners played? And then the Niners fans responding, oh my God, who have the Eagles played? These two teams have combined for seven losses. And recently, when they've had their quarterbacks playing, they haven't lost. These are the two best teams in the NFC, bar none. It's the matchup everyone wanted. Let's not try to tear each team down with these stupid storylines that they haven't played anyone. Because the reality is, even if they... Even if you think they hadn't played or beaten anyone really good yet, Evan, the fact is they dominated for the most part against lesser teams. And that is honestly sometimes as impressive as it is, you know, beating a good team. If you dominate middle of the pack teams, 
you're an elite team in the NFL, and both these teams have done that. So I want to put that argument, that storyline to bed before we dive into this game, because there's no doubt in my mind, Evan, these are not only two of the best teams in the NFL, but they are undoubtedly the two best teams in the NFC, and it's been that way just about all season. Yeah, I'm with you. And look, if you just look at the conference, the 49ers beat, I think, in our opinion, the third best team in the conference in Dallas. So sure, they didn't have to beat every single one proceeding, but that's fine because they took care of business when they had to. And like I said in our last episode, the strength of schedule game can be put to bed. I, I really yeah. don't want to hear it the rest of the way. I don't think it'll play a factor in this game, but what might mark is the matchup between these two young quarterbacks. I know that Jalen Hurts is you know, MVP runner-up or third-place runner-up, depending on how you want to cut it as far as the MVP conversation goes. But Jalen Hurts is 24 years old. Brock Purdy is 23 years old. Jalen Hurts has played in only one more playoff game. Or pardon me, actually, they played in the same amount of playoff games because Jalen Hurts played one game last year, one game this year. Brock Purdy has won both of his playoffs games this year. So if you want to you know, cut the experience factor into this thing, it's kind of about the same. And on the Eagles side, they have some veteran members that have been in the postseason before. The 49ers obviously have had plenty of playoff experience, Mark. But when it comes down to these two guys, you know, on on the face value, how do you examine the quarterback situation? Because although Jalen Hurts is clearly cut the better quarterback at this point, he is dealing with some injury. We don't know how close to 100% he's going to be. Meanwhile, Brock Purdy, you know, didn't look his best, played maybe his worst football game of his young career against Dallas, but they still found a way to get the victory. He made the winning plays for San Francisco. You know, when I say Brock Purdy versus Jalen Hurts, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, Jalen Hurts is more dynamic. He has a stronger arm. He's one of the best deep ball throwers in the league, Evan, and he has an elite deep ball target in A.J. Brown. You can even add in Devontae Smith, who has incredible breakaway speed to that, but is more of a possession guy. But A.J. Brown is is their home run hitter, um, and, and he's been phenomenal hitting him down the field. They've hooked up, I think, 11 times in the end zone this season. They've, they've been really good. That connection has been really good in its first season. And then, of course, you factor in the fact that Jalen Hurts, maybe aside from Lamar Jackson, who we didn't see a lot from this year, is the best runner out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. He's not quite as shifty uh, as Lamar Jackson, but he is as quick and decisive um, as as any quarterback in this league. He's, He's a fantastic runner, and that's just an added thing that Niners have to think about. So that's what stands out to me is the how dynamic Jalen Hurts is, Evan, and how he can beat you in in a number of different ways. It's not to say that Brock Purdy isn't athletic either. It's just not in the same way. Brock Purdy looks to break out of the pocket to extend plays and, you know, or at least avoid a sack and throw the ball away while Jalen Hurts is avoiding pressure, maybe still throwing the ball. But if worse comes to worse, he'll take off and he could still get you for six, seven, eight yards on a play that was relatively well defended. So that's the issue for the 49ers. But When I think about how it relates to this matchup, Evan, what I think about is, okay, Jalen Hurts, I don't think anyone will argue the better quarterback right now for everything that I just laid out. But when it relates to this matchup, I do think the Eagles need more from Jalen Hurts than the Niners need from Brock Purdy. The Niners get a performance like they did last week from Brock Purdy. Well, the the offense didn't really click for much of that game, but he took care of the ball. He was relatively efficient. When he needed to convert some third downs, he did. And they were relatively easy third downs, third and 
four or five or, or even shorter than that. And he converted them a big pass to Ayuk, another one to Kittle, to Debo Samuel. Um, if he can just do that, Evan, I think the 49ers will play possession enough to keep this game close. Meanwhile, if the Eagles want to win, I think they do need to make this more of an up and down game and they're going to need more from Jalen Hurts. So while he's certainly capable of doing that, Evan, I do think there is a, a little bit of pressure on Jalen Hurts, more so than Brock Purdy, just in the performance sense, because his team might need a little bit more from him than the Niners need from Brock Purdy. Yeah, that's interesting. I think I'm largely with you, but I want to try and thread this needle if I can between these two quarterbacks. I think that Brock Purdy's challenge as a passer will be far more difficult than Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are number one in DVOA against the pass. The 49ers, meanwhile, are number two in DVOA against the rush. So being able to neutralize the Eagles' ground game, which racked up 250 yards against the Giants in the divisional round, is going to be difficult, but something that the Niners are up to the task of. I think the question is, can they, like you mentioned, the 49ers secondary keep A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, along with Dallas Goddard at their tight end, who's probably number three behind George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, in check. For Brock Purdy, I think statistically at the end of this game, Jalen Hurts is going to have bigger numbers no matter what, because Kyle Shanahan is going to want to run the football and ask Brock Purdy to be dynamic and be good on third down. So Brock Purdy is going to have less chances than Jalen Hurts for me to throw the football, but he is going to have to be better in those tight spots than Jalen Hurts is because Hurts is going to be asked to throw the football, I think, more around the field throughout this game. So if you're asking me which quarterback has to be better, I agree that Jalen Hurts has to do more than Brock Purdy will, as weird as that might sound. But Brock Purdy is going to have to be better in those critical situations, and there's less room for error for him than Jalen Hurts. He's taking care of the football. He hasn't turned over so far in the postseason. He's only got four picks this year. Brock Purdy does. He's going to have to continue that against Philadelphia because, in my opinion, in order for San Francisco to win this football game, they'll have to win the turnover battle, which they have done in each game that Brock Purdy has played in, and that's going to have to continue on Sunday. Yeah, the Niners are the better team in terms of turnover differential this year. They are best in the NFL, plus 13. The Eagles, though, right behind them, plus eight. That's third best in the league. So I agree with you. That's going to be a huge part of this game. Uh, you look at all the numbers for the 49ers, and uh, they win turnover battles. They haven't lost this season. They haven't lost in the postseason under Kyle Shanahan. So that's going to be a huge, important piece of this game, obviously. But Talking about these quarterbacks, I, I want to just, if you're watching on YouTube, you see some of the season stats below for Purdy and Hertz. But I want to focus specifically on the last seven starts for both of these guys. They don't exactly match up because Hertz was injured at the end of the regular season. So this goes a little bit further. But Jalen Hertz's last seven starts. So week 18, not week 14, or pardon me, not week 16 and 17, the, uh, the, the, the five before that, and then this postseason game as well. Jalen Hurts, 234 passing yards per game. Brock Purdy, just a tick under 235, so basically the same. Completion percentage, Jalen Hurts about 65%. Brock Purdy almost 67%. Passing touchdowns for Jalen Hurts, 10. For Brock Purdy, 14. Interceptions for Jalen Hurts, 3. Brock Purdy, 2. Passer rating, Jalen Hurts just a tick under 97. Brock Purdy at 116 and then passing touchdowns plus rushing touchdowns. So total touchdowns accounted for. 
Hertz 17, and Purdy 16. So you look at specifically just the last seven starts for these two guys, Evan, pretty comparable. And if you had to pick a side, who's been more efficient, who's taken care of the ball a bit better, who has found the end zone more through the air, it's Brock Purdy, which is crazy to say, but he has had the last, the better last seven games. I'm not saying that he's going to come out and outperform Jalen Hurts in the NFC title game because, again, based on how I think this game plays out, I do think the Eagles have to chase points a little bit more than the Niners do. But still, just a blind look at some of the numbers, and I, I know numbers can lie at times. A blind look at the numbers, though, and it'll tell you Brock Purdy can very well hold his own against Jalen Hurts in this matchup. Yeah, I also think that Brock Purdy is is probably dealing with a little bit less up front when it comes to an offensive line. And that's that's no knock on the Niners. I just think that the Eagles, their offensive front has been that good. It's probably the best offensive line in football. And now that they're healthy with Lane Johnson back, who looked close to 100% against the Giants, you know, they have a lot to deal with up front for a Niners defense that that has by its own, you know, measurement a good defensive line. So I think that Brock Purdy is going to have to deal with probably a, a similar pressure to what he saw against Dallas and Dallas and Philadelphia, uh, you know, not coincidentally are the top two teams when it comes to pressure rate in the NFL. So Brock Purdy got a good look at the type of you know, speed, the type of size and the type of four man front that can create constant pressure in Dallas, you know, that he's going to see against Philadelphia in a much more hostile environment. The other part of that too, which, Mark, I think is interesting to think about is, you know, Brock Purdy's only played two road games at this point. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts has had the benefit of, you know, going through this playoff run at home, of course, with, you know, Philadelphia being the top seed. So Brock Purdy in his two road games has gone to Seattle in which he won against the Seahawks. I know he was 100% for that game. He was dealing with the oblique injury that hampered him a little bit. And then of course the road game against Las Vegas, which was an overtime victory and, was kind of, I don't know about maligned, but you know Brock Purdy had two game-winning drives in that game, but of course it wasn't expected to be that close. So this is really, you know, in many ways, Brock Purdy's first and, and biggest road test. Um, I don't know if, just based on what we've seen, that he's going to shrink from the moment, but I find it hard to believe that a rookie quarterback playing in his first road playoff game is not going to feel some of those jitters, especially in the first 15 minutes or so. Yeah, we. I think we kind of saw some of that in his first two playoff games as well, even though they were at home, maybe specifically more so the Seattle game where I know it was rainy and wet and, and he admitted on that first throw where he had Debo Samuel wide open, the ball just simply slipped out of his hands. That's what that was. But it did seem and feel a little uneven early, Evan. So we saw that at home and, and that's his first career postseason start. That's a little different as well. But in an environment like this, I do agree the crowd and the environment can become a factor, especially for a a young rookie quarterback. But uh, there is a way to quiet that crowd down. And it's pretty simple to say, but you go out there and you put together a long drive, you convert a third down, you go out and you get points on a first drive and suddenly Not only does the crowd quiet down a little bit, uh, but you kind of provide yourself with that confidence. You go out there when the crowd is at its loudest, when they are, you know, raining down heckles on you and and you're not even 
you know, sure what they're saying, but you know, it's pretty nasty. And you go out and you put points on the board in the first drive. Uh, that's quite the confidence booster. So perhaps more so than in other games, Evan, the first drive offensively for the 49ers might be key um, because it, it can kind of turn the way that the crowd is feeling the game and it can give you and your offense, Brock Purdy especially, a boost uh, because you you went out there and, and, and you answered the bell immediately. Now, we'll see how it happens. If, if Kyle Shanahan wins the coin toss, I'm sure he'll he'll defer to the second half as he does always. Uh, but still, whenever the offense gets the ball first, I think it might be a little more important uh, than general because of, of how big of a factor the crowd at Lincoln Financial Field might be.